Hey there, it's Bashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. Happy Wednesday. So we did take a week break last week for those of you who are avid listeners. And that's because we are jumping into season three. Wild to think that we've made it this far. Uh, To be honest, it's literally been one of the greatest rides of my life. I enjoy it. I love hearing y'all's feedback. I love hearing y'all's testimony based on the different episodes you've listened to and what has ministered to you. Keep it coming. It definitely helps and motivates me, but it also motivates those that our guest speakers or featured on the podcast, I go ahead and send them messages and let them know, hey, a friend said, you know, you really touched them when you said this, or you really inspired them when you said that. So yeah, I really appreciate the feedback. Y'all are amazing. But um, for those of you who don't really follow me on social media, I wrote a book. Well, I wrote three books and they're children books, actually targeted towards newborns, four-year-olds kind of thing. And it's essentially just encouraging children to be the best version of themselves at a young age and targeting those character traits that I know I struggled with as a kid. And I want kids to grow up and know that they can do it all. They can conquer it all. So the first three books are Be Joy, Be Kind, and Be You. And they are inspired by my nieces and nephews. I love my little ones. I love them so stinking much. They're the cutest little things in the world. Um, I may be biased, but I stinking love them. I have about nine more books to write because I do have a lot of nieces and nephews on both sides. And honestly, the goal is to just keep writing and they will be targeting different character traits. And I also have a big project that I'm working on that will be releasing in the next couple months. But yeah, for those of you who are not followers of Vashti Sarah and you just simply listen to my podcast, which I appreciate. Now, you know, now, you know, the big news that I I think I shared on the last episode of season two. But yeah, three books are out. They're available on Amazon. If you want to purchase directly through me, go ahead and just send me a message. Instagram message me, Facebook message me and let me know. And I will put you on the list and have those shipped out to you. Now, that was not what this podcast is about. That's just free advertisement because why not? Today's podcast is about sin. And sin in the sense that it is not an opinion. And I don't want to rub anyone the wrong way. Actually, I do. I, I want to ruffle some feathers here. Because if the Bible calls it a sin, then your opinion doesn't matter, right? And I know some of you might think, okay, but no, some things can be uh, objectified or some things can, you know, there's there's a little gray area here or there. But I'm talking about the seven deadly sins that are very clear, that are very precise as to these are sins. Your opinion really, it really doesn't matter because it's blatant. These will disconnect you from the Lord. These will push you further and further away from the Lord. So if you don't know, if you didn't grow up Christian or you're new to the Christian faith, the seven deadly sins, this comes from Proverbs 6, verse 16 through 19. And Proverbs was written by King Solomon. He was known as one of the wisest men uh, in the Old Testament. And essentially, in all his discoveries, 
he found out that there are seven deadly sins, and these are lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. And I'll say that one more time if you got a little bit distracted there while you're driving or sipping on your coffee or making your breakfast or whatever you're doing. The seven deadly sins are known as lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. So let's talk about lust. I think for the majority of us, we know what lust is. A lot of times that is targeted towards sexual desire, but lust can be just any type of intense desire that you have for something or someone. And then we have greed. Greed is oftentimes correlated to wealth, which it is in this sense. You want more and whether it be you want more things or you want more money. So that's greed. Then we look at sloth. To be honest, sloth is exactly like the animal. So think about someone that's extremely lazy, idle, just super inactive, has an excuse about everything as to why they're not doing what they truly want to do in life. So that's sloth. And then we have wrath. Wrath is anger. It's someone who struggles with just fits of rage and fury and They just really get annoyed super easily. They outrage just out of nowhere. They don't have control over their emotions. So that's rage. And then we have envy. I've touched on this in season one, I believe. And envy and jealousy coincide with each other. They're a little bit different, just a little. Again, touched on that in season one. If you want to go back and listen to those episodes, go for it. But envy, envy is the feeling of discontentment. You just, you're not satisfied with what you have. So you resent and you long for what others have. You want their possessions. You want their qualities. You want, you know, whatever it is that that person has that you don't have, that's what you want. And then we have pride. Pride, not in the form of being confident, but rather being a little bit more than just self-esteem, more than just ego. You just feel like you know it all. You don't take advice from anyone. You don't know how to submit and you don't know how to humble yourself. That is pride. So these are the seven deadly sins. And before we jump into how to combat them, I just my simple question to you before we figure out solutions is which seven deadly sin do you struggle with? Oh, and I think I missed one of them. And that's gluttony. Gluttony is just gratifying yourself with whether it be food or you are indulging in anything, to be honest. Gluttony can be anything at all, but typically we target it towards food. So yeah, back to my question. Which one of these seven deadly sins do you struggle with the most? If you notice, each of these seven deadly sins targets that nature in us to want more in life. Lust, you want more satisfaction. Gluttony, you want more food, for instance. Greed, you just want more. Sloth, you just want more time to not do nothing. Wrath, you just want to lash out more of your anger. Envy, you just want more of whatever someone has. Pride, you just want to have more power. So these are the seven deadly sins that rejects and opposes the root of Christianity. Christianity was built on love, love of others, love for self, and love for the body of Christ. 
And these seven deadly sins, like I said, they oppose, they reject the nature of Christ. But which one would you say that you struggle with? Be honest with yourself. If you're alone, whether it be in your car, you're driving by yourself, going to work, or you're at home doing your normal routines, be honest with yourself. And I want to challenge you, say it out loud. Often when we say it out loud, it becomes real. And when it becomes real, we realize, oh, I'm pretty crappy. Lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. I would be daring enough to say we each struggle with one of them. We each struggle with at least one. Fun fact, if you guys didn't know this, but for a good portion of my life, I struggled with gluttony. Now, hear me out. Some of y'all might think, Vashti, how do you struggle with gluttony? You're 5'2 and 120 pounds. How do you struggle with gluttony? Hear me out. I grew up, first of all, in the third world country. Second of all, I grew up with that cultural family of Jamaican, Indian, Mayan, British, where I think it's more Indian and Jamaican than anything else. But whatever is on your plate, you have to eat it. There's no and, if, buts, or maybe as to whether you leave some leftovers. If someone dishes out two pounds of rice on your plate, you're going to eat two pounds of rice on your plate. So growing up, I had that mentality where I have to eat what's on my plate. That when I moved to the U.S., not that I encourage being wasteful because that's not it at all. But when I started eating out with friends and then recently getting married or When I started dating Jared, I realized, golly, I do struggle with gluttony because I could just sit there and eat and I could be full, but I'll continue eating until my plate is empty because psychologically growing up, that was instilled in my brain. And eventually, I think maybe five years ago, I told my mom, I said, you know, that was some real psychological damage that happened there when we were kids, because right now I'm training myself that it's okay to leave extra rice on your plate. You don't have to finish it. It's okay if half a roll is left over. It's okay if meat is left over on your plate. You don't have to eat it. Yes, there are people around the world that are hungry. I get that. Yes, you know, people need sustenance and you shouldn't waste. Again, I hate wasting food. I despise throwing away food and wasting because I know the need around the world. However, do not force yourself to finish what's on your plate. Don't be like me. And some of you who grew up very cultural, you can identify with this where you feel like you have to finish what's in front of you. So yeah, surprise, surprise for a long time. And I still, Jared would have to tell me, hey, you're fine. Like you're good. And that's not him telling me that, oh, you're getting fat or you're eating too much. No, because he's super gentle. He loves the way I am. And I work out avidly. I love running, love the gym, lifting. I'm all about it. Again, if you follow me on social media, you'll see I just hit a new PR last week in my squats. But gluttony, it's a thing. So I want you to be honest with yourself. All that rabbit trail, full circle, be honest with yourself. What of the seven deadly sins do you struggle with? Now, you've pinpointed that. You've identified what you struggle with. Now let's talk about how to combat these things. So if you struggle with lust 
virtue cures it. Virtue that bleeds morality, that temptation, when it comes, has no bearing. So essentially, virtue is goodness. Virtue is moral standing or moral standards. It's righteousness. And where do we find righteousness? It points right back to Jesus. Gluttony. How do you cure gluttony? Abstinence. It's that self-restraint. It's a strong mind that says no when everything within you says yes. Again, where do you find that strength, that abstinence from? My strength comes from the Lord. Greed. How do you cure greed? Liberty. Liberty is freedom. That is a confidence or even the independence to no longer depend on things to satisfy needs rather being confident with what you have. That liberty, that freedom you embrace when you know that the Lord will provide according to my needs. I need not worry about tomorrow. I need not worry about what I eat, what I drink, what I will wear. I have confidence and I need not greed. Sloth. What cures sloth? Diligence. And I would even say purpose. In purpose, there's diligence and zeal and passion. And that can only be found when God enlightens and reveals in us our true calling. Again, pointing back to Jesus. What about wrath? What cures wrath is patience. Patience that extends grace and mercy. And I'd also say love. Perfect love casts fear out. And a lot of times the wrath that we experience is because of that deep down fear in our hearts. Fear to fail. Fear that the past will relive itself. Fear of making a mistake. And the list goes on. And where do we find patience? Where do we find this grace and mercy? Again, pointing back to Jesus, knowing the Father's heart, knowing the Father and being so deeply connected with the Father that our character, who we are, cannot help but change. And envy. How do we cure envy? We cure it with kindness. A lot of times the reason why we envy others is because we lack kindness in our hearts. We don't know how to be kind. We don't know how to have a joyful heart. Rather, we have hardened hearts and we look at what everyone else has and we're mean and we're vicious. But kindness sees the good and kindness lives the good. And again, that points us back to Jesus. And then lastly, pride. Pride's a big one. What cures pride is humility. Humility shifts our attention from self to first Christ and then others. So humility literally means dying to self. And who do we learn and have seen have done the ultimate humility, the ultimate dying to self? Jesus. And that sounds so cliche, I'm sure. Well, everything points us back to Jesus, obviously, because Jesus was a perfect human, a man of no flaws, no sin. So if you're trying to figure out how to do something in the right way, wouldn't you go to the person or the source that has done it the right way? The seven deadly sins and many other sins out there, it's not an opinion. There's no justification as to whether it's right or wrong. We know it's wrong. That's just flat out truth. And it's a death trap. It traps our minds and our heart space and it becomes detrimental when we allow 
these sins to take place in our lives, when we allow ourselves to justify why we engage in these sins, we're left wanting more, we're left dependent, we're left hungry, we're left just torn up, lazy, and just tarnishing our character when we engage in these seven sins, when we allow these seven sins a pass in our life. Each of these sins removes God and then becomes a God in our life. When we open the door for experimentation, it becomes easier and easier to lose sight of who Christ is. Again, my question to you, do you struggle with any of these sins? Because here's the thing, whatever we allow to be a God in our life disconnects us from the Lord. It draws us further and further away from God. And the further away we are from the Lord, the further we are from him means we no longer have a relationship with him. And I know some people believe this, but I personally hard fast believe that once you're saved doesn't mean that you're always saved. You move from glory to glory, line upon line, precept upon precept. Your faith walk is a journey. Your faith walk is daily striving to become a better version of yourself, to become more like Jesus. And if you are not doing that, you're moving further away from Christ and your salvation. This is just me here. Your salvation is questionable. So seven deadly sins, which are you allowing a past in your life? Which are you allowing to be a God in your life? I challenge you, be honest with yourself. Sin is not an opinion, but it is a death trap that removes your connectivity with Christ. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Post Blog. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.